0: This is The Hard Line. We have the usual crew in here today. Our producer, Dan Paul Bayless. Rich Phillips, who's not so usual, I guess, with the ticket ticker. Grooves at the helm. The Cobra is here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How you doing? Good. This is Corby. And doing traffic today, we have Doyle King. I'm Doyle King.
2: And it is now time to meet Doyle King. Now, you were met earlier today, right? Yes, I was. As the morning show decided to introduce you, and I hear it was highly controversial.
1: Really?
0: Not to mention
2: explosive. No kidding. Yes. Yes. Many emailers
0: about your performance on their
1: show today. And what a performance it was.
2: Now, obviously, you understand that there's a slight obsession on this show with you. I don't know if you've noticed or not. Well,
1: I, I kind of have. I've been told that uh, you've turned me into a drop when I'm not here. And
2: mm-hmm. You're always here, Doyle. So,
1: <laughs> you're kind of a cult <laughs> hero on this program. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, right, I didn't now, know that until now, so. Now, I'm somewhat
0: familiar with you although i don't recall our paths crossing back in the day
1: they they never did you were over at the zoo and i was at q102 and but i knew the name
0: for sure and when i heard that doyle king was doing traffic today i thought i wonder if that's the same guy and sure enough it is yeah so um where have your pad travels taken you since
1: then Well, before then, I worked at Cliff 1190 when they were still playing music back in the the late 70s. -hmm. Uh, Went from Q102 over to the Smooth Jazz Station and spent 11 years at the Oasis. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Uh, Laboring in obscurity. It's all right. You had a gig for 11 years. I damn sure did. You know? What What time are you on? Uh, midnight to 6. Ooh. So you were the overnight guy at yeah, the Oasis, yeah. huh? And the filling guy. Play. You know, that guy goes and he does right. the morning show and the midday right. show when everybody's sick or on vacation or whatever. Then I went over to Clear Channel and I was a production director there for five years until they fired me last June. Mm. I've got my own production studio at home. You're a radio veteran. I am. I've been in this market for... This is for what you do. 30... Some odd years, yeah. And now you're just doing traffic? Yeah, that and producing at home. Producing at home? Yeah, do a lot of auto spots. you got a lot of voice work to do, right? Uh, I I don't have enough. So if anybody out there needs a voice, Mm -hmm. here I am. And with pipes like those,
2: (laughs) why not? (laughs) Now, how old are you, Doyle?
1: 51. Married? Yes. How long? 18 years. Wow. Yeah. Kids? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, lots of kids. I've been married three times. Oh, yes. Doyle! Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: but I'm, this last one has made it 18 Oh, yeah, years. this one's stuck,
0: man, you know.
2: I'm uh, kind of on the road to living the Doyle King dream. You really are. I can't wait till you... Uh, Except you can't make one make it 18 months, let alone 18 years. I you know. can only pray in 10 years that you sound exactly like Doyle. What do you mean, having pipes like that? Yes.
1: I would love to have pipes like the great Doyle King. Well, are you a smoker? Uh, not cigarettes. Oh, okay. Good Lord. Right. Well, double your your intake. (laughs) Maybe you'll get some pipes like these. Uh, So do you? You smoke? No, not anymore. I stopped. I quit. I quit on September 1st because I bought a 26-foot C-Ray, and that's how I made up the difference in payments from my 21-foot boat to the 26. I stopped smoking. So so did my wife. Yeah, I gave up cigarettes. And that makes up the difference. You know, I... God, it's, been, it's
2: so expensive too. And how, I feel better. How much were you smoking at your uh, at your peak? Pack a day, two packs on day on the weekend. That's a lot of. How many are in a pack? Like twenty something. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of cigarettes. Yeah. Was the first thing you did wake up and smoke a cigarette? Yeah. Oh God. First Can you thing? Imagine that. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. First thing. What's well, the first thing you do? Is light one up. I mean. You know, it's it's habit, you want that nicotine, you haven't had any in eight hours.
2: So did you smoke, like when you were a DJ at the Oasis, could you smoke in the in the room?
1: When when we first started there in, in 90, yes. But then that non-smoking changed? went away pretty quickly yeah. after that, you know. And it was a long way down to the 20th, you know, if we were up on the 20th floor for a while, we were in the Sherry Lane building.
0: What is the smooth jazz version of, uh, of Freebird? Where you might be able to uh, to go smoke a cigarette or perhaps go evacuate your system.
1: Well, oh, you Russ Freeman and the... I mean, you know, all those smooth jazz songs were, were six minutes long. Oh, perfect. To begin with, uh, it was only through some consultant's brilliant idea that, that we cut out all of the improvisational middle of the song mm-hmm. and turn all these things into mush of three minutes. You, you hate know. Consultants? Yes, I hate consultants. Do you hate that smooth jazz? No, not really. You I like Yeah. You know what? I like I liked listening to them live. Yeah. I love the live performances. What we played on the radio was, was schlock. You know. Did you have good times back at Q102 in the yes, day? Yes, yes, I did. If you listen to the morning show, you know. We had some good times there. You were over at the zoo. You know what kind of times we had. Wait a minute. Who was on Ron Reiner? He's dead. Who were you doing the show with then? At the queue? Yeah. Oh, just myself. I was the weekend warrior.
2: Oh, you were? <laughs> I did th- I did
1: three shifts on the weekend. I did I pulled an eighteen hour day on Friday. I went in at noon, then got to the bring in the weekend party ready for Redbeard, uh, set that up, worked that, then went out to the sportatorium, put the sportatorium on uh on the radio. Do you hate uh, Redbeard? Do I hate him? No, I don't I don't hate him. He's hard
2: to work with. Did you, That's you ever all I word-
1: said did you ever have words with
2: him? Not really. He's a tiny man, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's about five foot, maybe four. Five. Who are your wild-time buddies over there? At, at Q102? At Q102? Yeah. Wait, what do you want to talk about all the old days for? Let's talk about the new days. No, no, let's talk about the old days. Well, you know what John Michaels. You bet I do. The overnight delight. <laughs> the O.D. You guys ever burn one, one together? Who, me and John? Yeah. Can I say that on the radio? Sure. Are we going to get in trouble? No. Okay, we did. <laughs>
2: Now, I also understand you had some sort of other uh, narcotic problem at some oh, point in your life. Yeah, you know,
1: we, we <laughs> talked about it on the morning show. I didn't hear well, okay, it. Okay, we didn't hear this. Story. I got oh, off on, on the, onto that damn crack cocaine before anybody really knew anything about it and lost everything I had in 30 days. Now, I didn't, granted, I didn't have a lot. You know, a few now, thousand dollars. Well, this was over two decades ago. In the 80s? Where you know? were you? Yeah, Where were, you? were you at Q102 then? Um, part of the time. I, I, I quit. <laughs> Andy Lockridge called me into the office. And he said, hey, man, I, I I think maybe we should have a parting of the ways. What do you think? And I went, you know, Andy, I
2: think you're right. And I walked out. And went and got you a big rock. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe Doyle King was a crackhead. But, but, but for 30 you know, days, you lost, you lost yeah. everything you had.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I didn't have much, man. Yeah, but. but I was on the street. My wife, Connie, she mm-hmm. saved my life. She saved my life, man. Eighteen years we've been together now, you know? But she uh she pulled me up from, from rock bottom. I don't know where I'd have gone. I might have gone to prison, man.
2: You know? how, how you, much I, were, how much money were you spending? Everything I had. Like daily. What was the daily <laughs> I don't remember? I was oh, I was
1: faced out. So you didn't you know? even have a home or anything? Not not not, not, at, the do, not, not at the end. What'd you do? Crash with friends and stuff? Yeah. Live on couches. Now where'd you meet your wife at? You know, I met my wife at uh, at the wrestling matches. Oh, really? Yes. It's where most people meet their wives. We got married at Poor David's Pub. You did? Yeah, at a Rusty Weir concert. Really? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Sounds like a great lady. She is. Saving your ass. She is. She did. She did. She pulled me up from, from nothing, and uh, and uh, I love her to death. So can you drink and stuff now? Oh, yeah. I can drink. I mean, I, I just, I mean, you know.
2: You just quit crack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's some bad stuff. That's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah, don't do, the, don't do crack. Man. Thanks crack for is, the advice, crack is, Doyle. Crack is bad.
2: That's great <laughs> advice. You know. That's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> oh, really? I've heard such wonderful things about crack for so Until long. Until now. Yeah, I was getting ready to do it tonight, but you know what? Your story has yeah. inspired me. <laughs> I drove a wrecker
1: for a few years between radio gigs. Who All hadn't? Right? That was different. I, I don't know. You ever, <laughs> you, you ever drove a record? How'd you fall into that? Um, when, when I first got out of high school, uh, I went to work for a company in Carrollton. Uh, at like 17 years old I'd get out of school And I'd go and I'd drive In the evenings Where'd you go to high school? I worked school? for them Coppell Back when it was A tiny tiny little town okay. What I
2: classification just... was it When you graduated from there Like 2A or 3A?
1: Oh no 1A barely we only 1A?
2: Had, yeah we only had 125
1: kids in high school wow. I graduated out of A senior class of 21 What what number were you? Do you remember? They rank? Oh yeah. I don't know I'm Probably in the top 10 Maybe outside the top 10 <laughs> You smart? A little bit Were you smart back then? Yeah but I didn't try Did you go to college? No. No. I got my license and went into radio. God. If if you could only go back and do it again. You know? But it's too late now. Here I am. So how old are your kids? I've got kids that are 27, 23, 22, and that's all. And I've got one grandbaby.
2: Really? You're a grandfather. Yes, I am. Grandpa Doyle. Mike has some advice for you if you are a grandpa. Yes. Grandpa bought a rubber. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason for that, too.
1: (laughs) Granny's got got (laughs) gonorrhea. Oh. All right, Doyle, I have to ask you this because Groobs and I were talking about this earlier. When you come in here and do traffic for us and maybe the morning show, I don't know what what their scene's like. But, I mean, are you, like, looking around going, what in the hell's going on in here? I mean, it's not a normal run radio well, no, Program, but were you familiar with the ticket when you first? Well, sure. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I didn't know. I, I don't, know. I I don't know, know if you I were a listener know what or, you or guys not. Guys, do you know we're a bunch of jackasses? You know? Yeah. Okay, and that's why I was uh, pleased that that <laughs> you didn't, you know, stomp me into the ground when I came in here. Just and, the and, opposite. You know, You're exactly. on the highest of high pedestals yeah. right and now, and I appreciate that. I thank you guys. You know, because sure. i've I've heard I've heard horror stories of what you do to some people. Right. So are there a lot, of, uh, a lot of hot girls over there at the traffic scene? We we got we got some hotties, you know, so, the ones that are on TV, sure. You know, we provide traffic services for uh, the television stations, and they don't come over there very often, and you should see Laura Houston. Oh, nice really? Name. Oh, yeah. Who does she work for? Uh, she does traffic for BAP. And has for about 20 years. <sighs> yeah, a long time. Yeah. Her and Monty Cook. They're a husband and wife team. Yeah. He flies in the plane, she flies in the chopper. Wow. The ticket. (laughs)
0: Right now, though, it's time for Great Moments with Doyle King. Our sometimes fill-in traffic guy was with us last week. And he was on with that Dunham and Miller morning program and was just... A shocking, shocking revelation on that thing. And we had him on. It's something we've been wanting to do ever since um, he started doing this. He's done it, what, about three times with us now? Yeah. Yeah. And we've been wanting to have him in there just to, you know, get to know him a little bit. Well, they did it. We did it. And on our watch, many, many great moments ensued.
2: Yeah, I don't don't think we were ready for for what happened on our show and it happened late late in the day we we had him on like at 620 and or 615 and that first segment was so highly successful and controversial that we kept him over for community quick hits and and um we got some tremendous laughs if one thing that we do have on this show the show may suck but we have a massive archive of great laughs
0: yes we do it i'm
2: Like that, yeah. <laughs> we got him. Like we got him from everybody, celebrities, whatever. If we see a funny laugh, man, I mean, there's nothing, nothing makes me laugh harder than a goofy laugh.
3: <laughs>
1: I don't know what's funnier about that one. Yours or mine underneath <laughs> it? <in> a... <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we have Skinner. Oh yeah, we have Skinner. <laughs> <sighs> But when anytime somebody's up here and they start laughing and we we realize that they got a good laugh then we all lay back. Yes. I mean
0: we have become so in tune with this and this is so important to us now that if we hear It's <laughs> so stupid. if we hear a good laugh developing we've gotten to the point to where where I, I know I'll do this anyway. I will push away if I'm laughing too I'll push away from the microphone to where I don't mess it up yeah and you will just shut shut it down i'll stop and we will let them go wherever they're going and then we will look at each other and that's when we laugh because yeah.
2: we realize we've gotten gold and man it was really hard with doyle because doyle is this really animated guy and he's got these really goofy facial expressions and it was really tough to to lay back and not laugh hearing him laugh along with the the facial expressions i mean because the guy is way out there Okay, so this was right out of the shoot. We were asking him something, and he gave us this... Yeah, well, this one came about... I think Mike was resetting the segment, and was talking about, you know, the muse was doing it earlier, and Danny had a line that wasn't intended to be
3: be funny. I didn't think it was funny at all. It was.
2: No one did. (laughs) Boy, but he did. he did. We've decided
0: to do uh, more with Doyle King. Mm -hmm. He's doing traffic for us today. A very explosive appearance for him on... That Dunham and Miller morning program today, which has led to our wanting to continue with him and find out more about him. Well, actually, we've been wanting to do this
1: for weeks, and they just stole our idea. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. laughs> wow. not genius? I can't do that.
2: And then... When one of us cracks, we all crack. You know I mean, we all just start dying. I don't even think he was finished with his lap, but we weren't prepared for that. We tried our damnedest to hold out. You hear that isolated
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> You can hear how far back away from the mics we all. Are. Well, that's no, just I was, his microphone by Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Grooves was multi-tracking. Oh man, it's genius, Grooves. And Thank he's you. got this real husky, smoky voice, you know. Mm-hmm. Although he quit smoking. Well, yeah, but he like says. a week ago, he's still got enough tar in there to <laughs> to pave I <by> thirty. <laughs> all right. So what do we? What's next? This next one is Mike basically telling him that this. This Those segments will change his life and Doyle's reaction and overlapping. All right.
0: It's not gonna let me s- tell you, your life is going to change because of what you did today on this station. hmm Okay. I guarantee it is. What, are they going to fire me tomorrow? No, no, no,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We have definitely got to go out and get drinks sometime, Doyle. You okay. and me. Okay, let's do it.
2: <laughs> Listen to everybody coughing from holding back laughter. I thought that was a, that was him. I thought that was Smokey Joe. You played over him. That's no, him. Let's That's hear him. it by
0: itself.
1: <laughs> 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 oh,
0: that is so wonderful. <laughs> you oh didn't play Smokey Joe anytime during that, did you? I think we I made think I think one of them. Danny mentioned that
2: it sounded like him, so way after the fact, I played it. Okay, what else? Uh, these next two and they're the last two are both after playing stuff from Barb. I've got the full version of Barb's pranking there too, because you can hear Doyle laughing all the way through. Okay. So here's the first one. All right. Here is Barb being pranked, if you could find it.
3: Three sixty heading north of Division, the right line is blocked your jam to Arkansas. This report has been brought to you also by Heaven's Gate Barbecue. Heaven's Gate Barbecue. When Saint Peter asks you if you're ready to see Jesus or have some ribs from Heaven's Gate, tell him you want the dang ribs, and Jesus loves their chicken. Heaven's Gate Barbecue. With the tickets, stick it up your tailpipe. Traffic. I'm Barb Smith.
1: And you put that on the air? Yeah, oh yeah, that was live.
0: Oh, there's more. I'm sorry, fun. that's funny.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Oh, and by itself,
1: <laughs> and you put that on the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <not> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, oh. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sorry, that's funny. <laughs> That is amazing.
2: Okay, we've never done this trick before where you isolated their microphone. That is genius, man. Well, we hardly have anybody in here in the first place, but good Lord, just the fact that you can hear him in the beginning going, (laughs) What is he doing? He's ramping up. Play that again, the first part of that.
1: (laughs) And you put that on the air. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry, that's funny.
3: <laughs>
1: Crap, man. I'm sorry, that's funny. <laughs>
2: oh, oh. oh, wow, that's amazing. That is. <laughs> Whew. All right, uh, and there's one more. Yeah. Okay.
3: Report oh, is okay. brought to you by the Pickle Association of America. The Pickle Association of America. Hungry for a dill? Tell your girlfriend to shove a dill in your mouth. Ooh, pickles. Give me a big one. Oh, With the tickets sticking oh, up your telepipe oh, traffic ho. Oh, oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. She will read anything. Once... <laughs> And then just got up and walked out like it was nothing to it, Uh, pretty much. Do the Carl one. Are you aware aware of Barb's political bent? Uh, I got a taste of that when she was training me up here. Okay, then listen to this.
3: North N35, the North Freeway, right there at Basswood in the normal back if there's an accident blocking the right side. This report is brought to you by the Republican National Party. Your local elections are coming up soon, and isn't it time you came over to our side? Have a hot carl and vote Republican. With the ticket, stick it up your tailpipe traffic on Barb Smith.
2: <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, you guys, man. We do have to go out for drinks. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Those are classic. That's great.
0: Man, you don't know how classic they
2: are. Oh, man. Oh, boy. And then somehow we have a a a smaller version of that. Yeah, sorry about that. That was supposed to be edited better. It's all right. (laughs) <laughs>
1: oh, oh, you guys, man. We do have to go out for drinks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are
3: classic.
1: That's great. <laughs> so, of course, I, I isolated my favorite part of that
2: laugh. Okay. I didn't catch it. Ha, ha,
1: ha, ha.
2: <laughs> it's even better when you cut them all up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, what a the savant, the great royal kind.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> the ticket. Not a lot of college football talk out there, but there is an angle that I've been waiting on from you for quite some time because you let us. You gave us a little tease a few weeks ago. I did. So, my daughter
4: finally uh, decided where she's going to school. This is uh, to play football. No, she doesn't play football. Oh. She's just going to go to school. But honestly, as a parent, I think I have a sort of unique approach to what's going on all around us. There's a lot of parents who are about to send their oldest kid off to school for the very first time, maybe. And that's a very proud thing as high school graduation reaches its, you know, pinnacle moment, even though it's been weird for the kids in their junior and now senior year to kind of roll with the punches of whatever pandemic has brought them, but it seems like they're all surviving pretty well. Yeah. And – that leads us to what was supposed to be a senior year of college visits and you know, being on campus and it didn't quite work out that way. We we Did You we, save some dough. I don't know, man. It feels like I've committed a lot of dough here in well, this I mean, process. Like the, but yeah, the, it, the
2: virtual visits aren't as expensive. No, no, as... that's true.
4: So so she went to three or four of these campuses and Anyway, I I think my, uh, my initial approach to this, my feeling like maybe my journey is slightly different is I think I'm the very rare North Texas family that has a college student coming up with no priors on our list of where should she go to school because every family I meet the parents feel very strongly about one of the schools down here. That's one of the cool things, and it's one of the unexpected things about living here. Did you have any idea? I had no idea. I thought it's going to be, you know, how... Man, I think I got a green bean stuck or something here.
2: A Green bean? <laughs> He's always eating green beans. Very, ve- It's his biggest weakness. It keeps him regular. It's a
4: very veggie uh, time for me. But, uh, no... I I could not believe when I got down here. I expected it to be like Packerland where everybody has just Packer allegiance and it's just Cowboys. I expected Cowboys everywhere, Cowboy mailboxes, cow- and and yes, there is obviously a cowboy presence here of of a real substance, but I don't even think it holds a candle to all
2: the colleges. Yeah, it's a lot, too. It's not just, you come down here and, and, you know... Partly because,
4: don't you think college guy feels he needs to be more up front? And Cowboy fan is like, yeah, there's really no other pro team here, so there's no threat to my identity, so yeah. I don't have to be
2: so college guy? Well, the state's so big, too. And if like if, if this would if were Alabama or if Florida or something like that, you're talking about, oh, yeah, I went to Florida State. I went to Florida. Okay, cool. Right. And then that's really it. Well, especially in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I mean, (laughs) from Tech to TCU to SMU to Texas to A&M to OU to Oklahoma State to LSU. It's so crazy. I mean, think about that. Baylor, that's like 10 schools that are within three or four hours.
4: And they all have a super robust fan base. Yes, they all have something to crow about. And then you have the schools... In the city. um, Arkansas. I left out Arkansas.
2: That's a huge one.
4: And so I've enjoyed college football here, but I've always introduced a college football segment with Dan as, hey, we're kind of college football Switzerland here. Like, we're observing it. We're talking about it. We care about it. But it's weird being in the middle of everyone shouting at each other as college football fan bases seem to do you know and a lot of it's courteous but a lot of it reminds me of nascar like when i followed when i started in in this business uh one of my very first things to do was basically to broadcast to do a show in a fervent nascar land and so you had to kind of figure out the sport. And the thing I figured out about the sport is, holy cow, there are 10 fan bases. And they all kind of hate each other. Yeah. And they all think the other ones are cheating and the other ones are using, you know, uh, illegal equipment or this guy's a bad dude or, you know. And, and the that's that parallel fits perfectly with Texas college football is that everybody has their rivalries. Their history, their dislikes, their – now over here there's hate. We got dislike and hate, two different things in college football. And and
2: it's this weird relationship where – Oh, I think there's more hatred and in, infinitely more hatred in college football in this area than there is for any NFL team. Like yeah, Aggies, by, Longhorns, by Sooners, the hate on the other side, you know, depending on who you talk to – is way more than, like, Cowboy Redskins is now.
4: Yeah, and so for the last several years, as I've seen my kids get closer and closer to college, I've kind of thought to myself, oh, this is interesting. I wonder if any of them will go to one of these schools with one of these fan bases. And I'm never going to care as much as the people in those fan bases will, but maybe... It'll be my adopted college football team. Get you a nice four-year run. Now, I don't know what happens when my next kid goes to their direct rival or whatever. And then
2: you get the flag where half of it is yeah, you know, I,
4: Baylor and the other half is TCU. See, I don't know how this is going to work. But with the very first kid, I in fact, even last year, I was interested in how Dan's situation ended up. And this kid went to Clemson. And I'm like, well, that was off the board. But I will also say that I'm positive it makes sense for them. I, I have no idea what went into it, but I'm positive it makes sense. But I will also say that one thing about my daughter going to high school was a something that reminded me of my journey back in the day, which is you are interested in universities only based on anecdote, uh, anecdotal evidence. And, and really what that often was was man, this sweatshirt looks cool. Yeah. Or this name is cool. Like, I was obsessed with Georgetown because I didn't know what that meant, but they got the Bulldog, they got the Hoya, and you're like, oh, I think I'd like to go to try... G- I don't know what Georgetown is. I didn't know it was didn't an know expensive where school. where it was. Patrick anything. Ewing yeah. wears I, a T-shirt under right, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like,
2: It's and, an all-black school.
4: Dude, how many people <laughs> thought Georgetown was an all-black school? I did when I
2: was a kid. And then, They're not.
4: And then Duke... <laughs> You're like uh, an all white school. What's a Duke? <laughs> but it's a cool name, you know. It's the same reason people like Arsenal. It's just because it's a it's a cool name and a cool logo. So kind of interesting there. Christian later made a lucky shot there once. So yeah. So so I thought to myself, my only wish for my daughter, and I've told her this, but I also tried very very hard to not overtell her because I've noticed as a dad. They will take your advice on certain things, but they will also turn against your advice if they sense you're trying to really convince them to do what you want to do because you're not picking college. It's not your college. You went to college, Dad. This is my college choice. Now, Dad's going to write some checks. There's no doubt about that, but she's got to go. It's got to be her experience. It might be the only school she ever attends. So my only thing and my wife's only thing was... Can we kind of keep it so that we're close enough to come visit you on a semi-regular basis? So what's that what's that limit? In my head, I was hoping for that three hour to four hour limit and so there were so her finalists if I may, man, she was obsessed with Alabama for a long time and I'm like, come on. so far, Alabama, what's God. there? I think it was a sweatshirt. Are
2: you sure she doesn't play football? She wanted a natty. No, she's going to kick.
3: Oh, okay. Like so, Kathy like the, I, Yeah, just like Kathy Ireland. <laughs> so
4: her schools were Wisconsin. Yep. Too cold. LSU. Pretty perfect. Oklahoma State. Go Pokes. Oklahoma. Boomer. Texas. Hook em. And Texas A&M gig, em. gig em. so that's
2: all everything is
4: I you know what i think arkansas got a sniff too
2: i mean that's all drivable and not too far
4: yeah but lsu seems like a beating drive what is that six and a half seven it might be more it might be seven and a half or eight maybe so baton rouge i think it's, so it's seven right because new say, orleans Dan? is eight god new orleans is what Nine, eight or nine? Yeah. It's Somewhere in
3: there. Six, six and a half. Maybe. Well,
4: she finally came around to a decision. Now, I don't know how seriously she was on all of them, but it, it seemed to narrow down pretty quickly that the Oklahoma schools were were intriguing, but not quite intriguing enough. Does I, she
2: know what she wants to study or yes, anything like that? Because- y-
4: yes. And, and uh... uh but it varied by if i go to this school i would do this if i go to this okay. school i will do that so she was she doesn't i
2: don't. find it amazing that kids have any idea what they want to study at 18 17 yeah. i mean I was like, yeah, like no I absolutely
4: absolutely that's exactly right so in the in the end It was pretty interesting to me, but I also realized that enough people felt like this might always happen because of things I've said over the years on the air, that we have a lot of friends of the family that probably offered a little bit of osmosis to her. But I'm here to tell you, little Maddie, little cute little Maddie can barely make a fist, appears to be fighting Texas Aggie class of 25 lucky there about that lucky there so i uh i'm an scc parent now oh boy are you ever
2: now A i don't know,
4: i don't know what this means does except, she have friends going down there uh you know what i i think okay. I, I think there she is there's the last time maddie was on our airwaves was she was saying oprah would you like to hear it yeah oprah okay. god (laughs) she's considerably older now um no i don't think it's as much friends well tough to say tough to say when you ask her these things she she, you know again i wanted to stay out of it i didn't want any dad influence but i was thinking to myself if she goes oklahoma texas or texas a&m we're getting some tickets we're gonna go to some football games and we're gonna act like we actually do care about one of these schools
2: that's a good way to go visit too if she wants you to well
4: that's the point and i even told her she may be like
2: um you're coming down again
4: (laughs) if they play a three and four spell honey i won't see you each time uh you know maybe i'll just uh, slip you some cash and walk by and Hope one of those dudes isn't trying to kiss you every touchdown or something like that. Oh,
2: but God. Yeah,
4: I don't, yeah. I, I don't know how that's going to go. No. I'll, be, I'll be real honest. I have some no. reservations. Don't go to football games, honey. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I guess uh, SEC dad and uh, fighting Texas Aggie dad. So all the people that used to be mad that I was Aggie neutral because you have to either be over-the-top pro-Aggie or over-the-top anti-Aggie. And here's this Yankee down here who doesn't seem to hate them as much as he should. Now you're going to find me a Kyle Field on some Saturdays, getting sunburned, yelling at the refs because the refs are trying to keep us down.
2: I look forward to Joel Klatt laughing at you. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's probably going to happen. But uh, here we go. So gig or awesome. whatever.
2: and uh, That's awesome. And maybe I'll
4: start the SEC cheer right now.
2: Oh, man. That'll be good. I mean, four years, five years of, you know, finishing fourth in the uh, SEC West. <laughs> That's awesome. That'll be cool. Yeah, it's, be great. so it begins. <laughs> so well, congratulations to Maddie. That's really, really cool. Yeah, very okay. excited for her. Happy for her. Happy yep. for you guys as well.